We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good morning. Happy Sunday. It is Hardline here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Well, it is that time of year. Uh, it's an even number year. There's a midterm election. So you're going to start seeing polls and hypotheticals and this and that. And one of those polls came out from Emerson College asking Democrat primary voters, who they favor. There's a few things to look at in this poll, and I thought we'd bring on Ken Curley from politicsandstuff.com. Ken, happy Sunday. Hi, thank you for having me. Ken, uh, this Emerson poll right now shows that Governor Kathy Hochul is in the lead with 37%, but it shows that former Governor, um, I was about to say Donald Trump, former Governor uh, Andrew Cuomo at 33%. Was this surprising to you? Uh, well, I, th- I think it's uh, it's somewhat uh, surprising because the other polls that have been taken uh, a little while back uh, showed uh, Cuomo in a theoretical race uh, at around 20 percent. Uh, I think that a lot of this is attributable to the ad that he's been running. Uh, the poll was taken last Wednesday and Thursday after we had seen a, a week or two of the governor running a uh, commercial saying, uh, Governor uh, Cuomo, uh, running a commercial saying that uh, he was exonerated from all charges, uh, and uh, that obviously had an effect. Uh, the interesting thing, though, uh, uh, Joe, is that the uh, that this was somewhat in a vacuum. Uh, if we were actually in a campaign at the moment and Cuomo was actually a candidate, uh, there would have been a response to that commercial, which... Uh, would have been that the uh, that the uh, public still uh, is uh, not interested in Cuomo coming back by a fairly significant margin, uh, and that the uh, the DAs, even though they didn't prosecute, found the uh, charges against Cuomo about harassment uh, to be credible. So there would have been a pushback, and the number wouldn't have been as high if we were in a campaign. But nonetheless, uh, it is a it, it's a it is a, a big number. You know, with with that, with the ad campaign, with him giving that speech uh, in front of a church uh, last week, uh, maybe not in 2022, but do you think Andrew, we will see Andrew Cuomo on a ballot for some office in the near future? Well, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I guess the question would be what he would run for. Uh, I can't imagine him running for New York City Council or something like that. Elliot Spitzer, you might recall, tried to run for uh, New York City Controller after uh, he left the office in disgrace, uh, and uh, he did very poorly. Uh, but 
I, I think it's, it's possible. I mean, maybe he can run uh, for Congress. Uh, uh, Gillibrand's uh, term is up in 2024. Uh, uh, the statewide offices are not for another four years. Uh, so there would be a lot of waiting in, in that uh, in that calculation in his head, and, and I don't know how that would how that would work out. Uh, time passes and things heal a bit. You, know, you, you look at this poll, Kathy Hochul has 37%. Is this something that the Hochul campaign should be concerned when it comes to Democrat primary voters only getting 37%? Only if my, uh, Andrew Cuomo was running. Uh, because uh, with the uh, candidates that were actually announced, uh, Jermaine Williams and uh, Jermani Williams and Tom Swazi, uh, when it was just them, uh, the three of them in the race, uh, Hochul uh, was uh, way, way ahead of them. Uh, and at the moment, that's the race. Uh, uh, if Cuomo's to get into uh, a race for governor, uh, he has to file petitions by April 7th. Uh, there's been no evidence so far that uh, anything like that is going on. Uh, I think there's there's time to, to do that if he decided today or tomorrow that he wanted to uh, to go for it. But uh, time is a wasting. And and so uh, as Democrats look at the uh, the uh, Poll. I think that they focus more on on the uh, the three people who were actually uh, contestants rather than the, uh, the the theoretical with Andrew Cuomo in the race. You know, you uh, you focus in a lot on this um, in New York State. Looking at Kathy Hochul, she took over office in August, facing an election. How would you rate Kathy Hochul's first few months as governor? I think she's done a very good job. I, I think uh, she's been she was. She had no uh, transition period. Uh, it was he was gone. She's in. Uh, she uh, has hit the ground running. She's been everywhere. She's been uh, focusing on things in New York City a lot because that's where the, the population is. Um, but she hasn't forgotten upstate. Uh, the uh, she has the benefit of a uh, state budget that is uh, in a very good financial position for the first time in many years, and so uh, that allows some flexibility and things that she can propose. So I, I think uh, all in all, um, she's doing fine. Yeah, it's not to say that there aren't bumps in the road. When you're governor, you wind up uh, making some uh, some enemies or some people who are not happy with you. Uh, certainly the, the COVID uh, activities uh, cut both ways for some people, uh, and that might be an, uh, a negative. Uh, but my, my assessment is she's doing uh, she's doing a good job. Now, uh, next question. I'm also going to ask this to uh, Carl Calabrese in the next uh, segment. I think you guys will have different answers to this. Um, but, Ken, you're looking uh, at Republicans running for re-election or for election in the midterm uh, in the midterms. And you wrote about this, uh, Republicans trying to wiggle away from uh, pre- former President Trump, as you put in your article. Um are you seeing more and more of this, uh, the Republican Party and Donald Trump? Is that starting to separate a little bit in your view? Well, uh, there is some. I, I think at the at the moment, uh, Trump is still clearly the uh, the uh, person in, in the lead in the, with the Republican Party. And uh, if they were choosing a nominee uh, today, uh, he would be the candidate. Uh, what what I the uh, what I pointed out in my blog uh, um, article is that uh, politics is a very ambitious sport. Uh, and there's a whole bunch of uh, ambitious Republicans out there who would like a shot at things, and they may not want to wait until 2028 to do that. Uh, the, the, uh, the, the group includes a couple, a couple people, uh, Senator uh, Ted Cruz and Senator Marco Rubio, 
who in one form or another have been running for president since 2015. Uh, so by 2028, they're getting a little uh, long in the tooth, and uh, and so uh, they uh, they may want to take a shot. As far as what's going on at the moment, though, uh, uh, former Vice President Pence uh, has uh, certainly uh, stuck his neck out a lot farther than uh, the others. Uh, he's uh, gone after uh, apologists uh, that are defending uh putin in the republican party uh, he didn't mention trump but uh, trump of course did say some nice things about putin uh and and he's getting uh, uh pence is getting a little bolder uh the other one who's trying to step out a little bit and it's uh, kind of uh, little baby steps but uh desantis the governor ron desantis the governor of florida has also been trying to distinguish himself a bit from trump and he hasn't said that he won't run against Trump if Trump decides to run for president. Uh, the others are, are kind of uh, hiding the weeds. They're not doing much, but uh, ambition is a, a powerful tool in politics, and, and time is a wasting. If you want to run a presidential campaign, you basically need to start a couple of years before uh, before the actual voting starts. So I, I, I would think that uh, over time, the, uh, the other... Uh, Republicans who might want to take a shot at the presidency at some point are going to start uh, dipping their toes in the water because they're not going to want to have an opportunity passed by just in case uh, things uh, open up a little bit more than they are right now. And, and you look, you know, at that CPAC straw poll, and it was, you know, Trump 59%, DeSantis there. What's do some of these other candidates, you know, I, I've always been, with me, I've always been obsessed with these candidates that, you know, they, they have these campaigns for primary, and they're always pulling in the, the 1% to 2%. You know, I'm thinking of George Pataki or Tulsi Gabbard. Um, what, do, in your view, do candidates have to do to get out of that? Or when you've been in the single digits for months when trying to run a campaign, is it pretty much over? Is there something you can do to kind of distinguish yourself and get, you know, a double-digit uh, percentage? It's uh, an awfully hard time, uh, hard thing to do, Joe, uh, uh, because uh, the uh, you're you're basically going to have to uh, get, create a lot of publicity for yourself, and uh, that may involve uh, them uh, saying things uh, that are criticizing or attacking Trump for something, and because uh, Trump clearly is the front runner, if they want a shot. In 2024, they're going to have to uh, do something to pr- promote themselves. Uh, and uh, in the uh, the article I wrote, I, I listed 10 people plus Pence and DeSantis who might be interested. Uh, but most of them, as you mentioned, are probably polling if they were to poll right now at one percent or two percent or something like that. Uh, they're they're uh, people who have a lot of public visibility, uh, but they haven't used it yet to any effect. And so the question is whether they they are content to just say, okay, I'll wait till 2028, uh, or uh, I've got to take a shot now. And the way they break through is they, they'd have to get aggressive, uh, and they'd probably have to get aggressive uh, concerning Trump because Trump uh, is the front runner for certain. And Ken, looking at the other side, 2024, uh, you know, you, you, question mark on the Republican side of the aisle. Do you think at this point it's a question mark on the Democrat side of the aisle, or if the pre- if the election was held, would it be Joe Biden, Kamala Harris? Uh, well, that, that's the uh, the ticket that's in uh, in place at the moment. I uh, uh, We're talking about uh, two years from now. Um, I, I think that uh, things could uh, could change, but I, I, I wouldn't jump to that conclusion. <laughs> you know, we're in a 
24-7 news cycle where all sorts of things are happening nationally and internationally and uh, how that affects uh, uh, Joe Biden and uh, Kamala Harris, uh, I, I, I'm not really sure. I think we'll know more after we see the results of the, the midterm elections and, and maybe some decisions will be made then. But at the moment, uh, Democrats, uh, for the most part, are going to stick with, with the ticket because that's, that's what they have at, uh, in the offices at the moment. Ken Cruley, politicsandstuff.com, if you want to read some good stuff on there. You can also follow him on Twitter, at Ken Cruley. Ken, I appreciate you joining me this morning. Thank you, Joe. Take care. That is Ken Cruley. Again, politicsandstuff.com. It is Hardline. Carl Calabri is joining us next, and obviously I'll be asking him some of those same questions. And like I said, might be getting a different answer, same answer, um, but Again, it is March 2022, and I said this a lot when I've been uh, filling in for Bowerly. It's March 2022. We are in the middle of, or at the beginning, can I just say in the middle, um, of election season. You're seeing commercials, right? You see the Lee Zeldin commercials. You see the Kathy Hochul commercials. Um, you're seeing the Andrew Cuomo commercials, uh, if you're so lucky. So it is, you know, for people like me, you know, uh, there are two things I love, sports and politics, right? And this is a great time of year <laughs> if you love sports and politics and having a midterm year, uh, a presidential election year, uh, uh, those are the those are the two best, right? You get a midterm, anything that's the even number year, it's going to be fun if you're into politics and, and it's already uh it's already looking like it's going to be uh in a very interesting you know, especially here in New York State with the new districts drawn up. It's going to be very interesting uh, election season. And you do have to take a look. You know, it, it is only 2022. A lot of the focus party-wise are on these midterm elections. But as you heard uh, me ask Ken, and I'll, I'll say the same with Carl, um, people are already talking about 2024. And there is this notion, all right, who's going to be on the right? Again, President Trump right right now seems to be the front runner um, with the 59% of the CPAC straw poll. But things could change. But you're seeing people already start to make that push to 2024. So there are some people are saying, well, I don't have time to worry about the midterm elections. I got to try to get my presidential campaign off the ground. Uh, but very, it'll be very interesting. And uh, there's still a Democrat primary. Now, again, um, Governor Cuomo, former Governor Cuomo, has not put his name on the ballot. These are hypotheticals. But, I mean, you're seeing 33%. Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. As Ken said, he has till April 7th. Uh, but he's definitely making a push to something with his speech last week, in the middle of Hardline, by the way, uh, and the advertising campaign that he's put on. So it'll be very interesting to see how that works out. And again, you have uh, Congressman Chris Jacobs. He'll be running in in his new district as that district now. And if you've looked at, at the district, it starts in Erie County, somehow weaves its way up to Watertown. So, I mean, just an interesting, uh, whoever got the pen and paper with the map to draw that district, uh, congratulations to them. Uh, but it's going to be a very interesting uh, election season, and it'll be something that at least one guest a week will be uh, focusing on. I mean, you also have uh, Senator Chuck Schumer, who's up for re-election. Now, again, in New York State, um, Chuck Schumer has usually had a pretty easy time um, getting re-elected. But Joe Pinion, 
who has been on TV, had a show before he decided to run, um, has been on here on Hardline. Uh, you know, he's obviously going to make a push. Now, again, in New York State, you, you just don't know because of the party um, registration. But he's obviously going to gonna make some noise. You know, he's got the TV. Um, so that'll be very interesting to watch again. Maybe not Chuck Schumer losing, but to see how close that, that seat can, can come here in New York State after the two years that we've had. So we'll be focusing on all that. Again, we'll get Joe Pinion on again. Uh, we will get... Um, we will get, you know, uh, congressional candidates on. It's going to be one of those things. You have the primary and then you go primary right into Election Day. And you can, for sure, not only are we going to talk about it here on Hardline, but we're also going to have the candidates here on Hardline. And as I uh, I said to um, to the gentleman running against Brian Higgins, uh, if he's down for a debate, if Congressman Higgins is down for a debate, why not have it right here on Hardline in the WBEN studios? I think that would be great. So these are things that, you know, behind the scenes we're trying to do, uh, bring you not only the candidates, but if we can bring a debate, oh my gosh, you know, I, I could add that to my resume. I'd be, I'd be all about that. Um, but very, you know, again, I love sports and I love politics and I am a nerd for both. And when things heat up, like March Madness now with sports, but when things heat up, like election season with politics, I get that same feeling. I'm ready to go, and I want to talk about it. And I'm very fortunate that I have this platform where I don't can't I don't only get the um, analysts, but I also get the politicians to talk about it as well. When we come back, you heard the questions I asked Ken Crowley. A lot of those same questions to Carl Calabrese. Now he talked with David about uh, Governor Cuomo's. Attempted comeback. Uh, we'll ask him about the Emerson poll. We'll, we'll ask him about Kathy Hochul. And we'll also ask with midterms, uh, where does Donald Trump play in the Republican Party? Also, uh, might ask a Ukraine question or two. By the way, weekdays, Monday through Friday at noon, David Bellavia does have the Bellavia briefing. Uh, where he talks about the ongoing situation in Ukraine. So you want to catch that Monday through Friday. If you miss it, make sure you get it on demand at WBEN.com. When we come back, Carl Calabrese on Hardline here on News Radio 930 WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And 
Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.